Welcome back to Miskatonic University's Literature Remote Education Department, offering literature and society and history with Graphic Lit 210, aka the Comics Course. This is our midweek episode. Um, I, again, do not have any departmental updates because last I saw Dr. Feckett, it was midnight and he was running naked across the quad yelling something about, after the sacrifice, she will love me again. Um, you know, I, I don't think streaking really is going to do it, dude. I don't know what that you mean by sacrifice, um, but, you know, best of luck to you. I'm taking care of your courses while you've got off the reservation. And by taking care, I mean insulting them. Um, however, you here at this podcast distributed educational program are my students, and I don't insult you because clearly you're the creme de la creme of Miskatonic University since you signed up for my class instead of those writhering pillocks that make up the rest of my department. So, it is now tradition that on Thursdays I present you a Fekinidgets uh, course lesson. And today's Fekinidgets uh, are a whole bunch of people in the world. Because, tragically, a couple days ago, we lost one of the great talents of the manga and comics world, uh, Takeo Saeto. He was the creator of Golgo 13, not just a creator, but the writer and drawer uh, artist. He'd been doing it since 1968, one brief outage for like a month or two during the pandemic, and that's it. Otherwise, he's done it continuously since 1968. He had a team that helped him with some of the art, but he was primarily responsible, and he will be missed. And not many people are talking about this that I see online, maybe more on the Japanese part of the internet, but in the English-speaking comics internet, people just seem to be like, eh, whatever. And they're feckin' idiots. Mm -hmm. uh, Takayo Saito is an amazing talent. Now, for those who don't know Golgo 13, you can be somewhat forgiven, despite an incredible body of work, very little of it's actually been translated into English. Uh, a big body of it, about 13 volumes, was done, I think, in the early 2000s. It is still accessible as an ebook, as ebooks uh, or electronic versions, whatever you want to call them. Golgo 13, for those who don't know, was really the OG anti-hero. He's often compared to James Bond because he was dark and brooding and handsome and muscular and... He was a professional assassin, which included a lot of spy-type skills. But where James Bond uh, aimed to be an exemplar of British justice, of, uh, of protecting the British Empire, uh, Golgo 13 didn't exemplify anything but taking contracts, killing people, and collecting the paycheck. And unlike many Western characters that begin as powerful anti-heroes, and I'm thinking Deadpool, Wolverine, you know, th this is one of the edges Marvel definitely had over DC for many, many years, was that they understood the concept of an anti-hero while DC was mired in a very black and white world. Um, but once an anti-hero becomes big enough, their edges have to be softened. I mean, Wolverine 
Wolverine has probably cried in comics more times at this point than Phil Donahue guests did in the 80s. Uh, Deadpool, you know, I enjoyed the Deadpool movie, but, I mean, there was a real effort to humanize him and make sure that you were like, he's tragic and I love him, man. Yeah, with a pure anti-hero, you don't love him. A pure anti-hero, you're like, that guy is a bastard. And Golgo 13 was a bastard and has remained one consistently since 1968. Now, he's never aged in the books. He otherwise would be like in his 80s or 90s by this point. Um, and, you know, I, I mentioned smiling and crying, you know, that you start knowing that an anti-hero is probably being humanized when you start giving them depth of emotions. I think if Golgo 13 and one of his aliases smiled, his face would actually fall apart. You know, it, it would be like taking a hammer to an ancient dried uh, uh, stone wall that was fragile. His face would just fall apart because it doesn't know how to deal with the molecules and the configuration of having an emotion. And it was unrelenting. And in fact, there, there are storylines that were written over the years that were so cynical and brutal involving religions, political figures, all kinds of things that the comics company wouldn't reprint them. Mm. And it was unapologetic, completely unapologetic. Um, now he did have a sort of code of ethics. He wouldn't take just any job, but trust me, those ethics did not put him in the warm and cuddly category. No, not at all. Just stopped him from being evil. Yeah. I mean, and just barely the side of evil. He could stay an anti-hero, but just barely. Uh, and there were times, you know, he really did seem to kind of wander afoul of that. And... He, he he was cast in that old James Bond style. He probably has like 500 kids all over the world from different women. I mean, he was unfalteringly misogynistic, really. In fact, the only thing that kept... Let me back that up. I'm not sure he's actually misogynistic. He actually had complete contempt for everybody, regardless of gender. It's just that he only wanted to sleep with the women. He actually felt the same way about men that he did women. He just didn't ha wasn't interested in them sexually. Yeah, that's, that's just contempt for humans. I don't count that as misogynistic when you hate everyone. Right. Well, and I'm not sure he hated them. He just considered them things to be used. Um, and, I, you know, they're going to continue Golgo 13 without uh, Takayo Saito. I, I'm going to miss it, though. I, I've read what they've done in English. I enjoyed it. My Japanese is very poor, so I can't really do a lot with the original Japanese other than look through and just enjoy the art. But the art is gorgeous in them. And it, it's it's a sad day. And this is a work that influenced the world. And there were numerous adaptations. Uh, there were several live-action movies, uh, at least one animated movie I know of called Golgo 13, The Professional. Golgo, by the way, is a reference to... The, uh, uh, the mound that Christ was killed upon, the Golgothan mound, and 13 being an unlucky number. I mean, so Sayato Takayo wanted to hit people over the head with it right away that this guy represented death and it was unlucky to cross him. And I recommend you go ahead and read them. Find them. Read them. If you like hard-boiled, you like a rough story, this is like the anti-Lupin the third. 
Oh. If Lupin the Third, you know, kind of takes the hard-boiled criminal thief and then flips it on its ear with comedy and silliness. No, this this, this is if James Bond were three times the asshole he really is and was a paid assassin, he might be Golgo 13. If he was unlikable. Which, I mean, many people do consider James Bond unlikable, but still kind of like him. I'm just kind of neutral. Yeah. Uh, well, you've primarily seen the Daniel Craig ones, right? Yeah. Which is an interesting take on Bond, because in some ways it goes back more to the written material than any of the others. Where he is, you know, the thuggish uh, uh, application of the Queen's Secret Service. Mm -hmm. But anyway, we're running uh, afoul there. We're going to leave it at that. This is a super short episode, less than 10 minutes. But yeah, it, we've lost a great talent. I'm sad to not see more people talking about it. He was amazing. He influenced the world. If you're a big comics reader and you are not familiar with Golgo 13, he probably still influenced creators you've read. It's probably worth to go read the first issue just for history. Yeah, what you can. Uh, if you're an English reader and you don't know Japanese, that's going to limit what you can read a lot. Keep in mind, this has been published consistently since 1968. It'd be hard to translate all of it. But it's doable. Um, and I wish they would, but, you know, the market is what the market is. So next week, uh, for our midweek, before we run out of Hispanic Heritage Month, I'm going to talk about uh, some graphic novels that you should be reading uh, to see what's being created in the Hispanic graphical literature arena. Ooh. Okay. So we're out, and I'm going to go figure out something for dinner. Ooh. All right. Bye. Bye.